What's up out there in the great uh, Metro Detroit and elsewhere, wherever you're catching this Friday, July the 9th. Yes, the Darren McCarty Show. I am four-time Stanley Cup champion of your Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Darren McCarty also joined. Uh, Not, I saw him earlier, and you know what? He, I'll get him to explain it, but he's not too bad. A good effort by his team, but yes, we know the uh, Montreal loving. Not as bad as his neighbor, but his neighbor, the Habs man, is alive. So no, don't know that he did not take it. We are going to get an update. But joined by Shawnee B, got Eric Dorch on the ones and Tuesdays. Actually got to do something, and Brandon Blake is always keeping us Lockdown. So if you want to, 800-8590-WJR, give us a call here. We love to talk. But uh, I'm going to start out because I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but since I a lot, or since I need to hear that goal that Gary Thorne calls because I beat one guy one-on-one my whole career for the Stanley Cup clinching goal, well, just so you know, it's ESPY weekend where they hand out the ESPY awards, and I got an ESPY as top hockey play back in 97. Now, you would think that, oh, that's great, and you'd be, you wouldn't be upset, but I am a little upset, and you say, why? It's because I finished second in play of the year to an illegal play. It was the Nebraska-Missouri kicking the ball in the end zone around. Remember that game, Sean? Oh, absolutely. I lost, yeah. I lost the game. I lost, and I think I was bummed because it was like some supermodel handing out the award. I wanted to go up there and get it from her. I didn't. Anyways, I digress. Back to uh, back to the NFL uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, and congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think the most amazing stat, Sean, out of anything that I saw, is that in a three-year span they went sixty-two wins out back-to-back cups. Reminds me of us, ninety-five, huh. Where have I heard nine, that? Huh. ninety-six, right? Right, 96, 62 wins, lose to Colorado, come back back-to-back. So, oh, wow, that's number one. And number two, wow, who put that team, who had some of that team put together? And I don't want to hear the crap about he had better players to begin with or whatever. Obviously, when you move on, but you also learn, like any of us. So 2012-13, it's 2021, and as far as our Detroit Red Wings go, and I had a lot of people reach out to me on my Twitter, Darren McCarty4, please reach out. Just know that it is unfiltered. Um, and the fact is, is that should we be excited? Absolutely, freaking fruitly we should all be excited. Hashtag wiser plan. And if you don't think there's been progress in this team, the way that Tampa had to show the progress. And, guys, here's the thing. There's a really crappy time coming right when we're gonna ride this momentum and we get the team and then probably lose right and then we'll be sitting here bickering and moaning and what's wrong but that time will come but that's when we're closer but uh, Sean what did you think not only about the finals I thought uh, you know you and I talked about it earlier uh you know the Habs put put out a phenomenal effort but uh you know Stan, uh Tampa Bay showing their Stanley Cup pedigree and last year I th- I thought that this year's run and the way that that Tampa Bay did it last year they learned and it was also in the comparison of if you're going to compare well is it like two years into one well 97 98 with the accident folks you remember that seemed like that ruined the bash in 97 so 98 it all seemed into one so a um, couple of the comparisons that I got from this Stanley Cup final and I couldn't be happier and then let alone, uh, I guess Nikita Kucherov's got a Bud Light deal thanks to his 
uh, press conference, oh. so, which was a classic. And it reminded me, that press conference where he's sticking up for Vasilevsky and telling the best goalie in the world and everybody else is Montreal celebrating game four like they won the cup. You know, that's with the pedigree and stuff like that. Uh, Tampa, Tampa went out and they, and they did what they need to do, but Montreal, Sean, they should not hang their heads. No, not at all. It, it Look, it was a crazy run. Mac, how many times I, I've heard you say it. So many things have to go right. You have to stay healthy. You have to, to have depth. And, you know, both teams had their injuries. You know, the Habs were without a, a couple of their bigger players. And, and, and yet they found a way. And they got contribution from everywhere. And I, I want to echo what you're saying in particular about the Red Wings. Because, you, you know what, it's about building the depth organizationally. Not just with the Red Wings, but organizationally. All right, so the the Tampa Lightning win the Stanley Cup in five games, and they win Game Five one nothing. Who scored the goal? Was it Steven Stamkos? Was it Braden Point? Was it Nikita Kucherov? No, it's some kid that they drafted in the fourth round, 118th overall, by the name of Ross Colton. And he gets the biggest goal for the team. And that, I mean, to me, that's what Sean, building go a than, champion's about. Go deeper than that. The setup by their number six defenseman who they got over in a trade from Columbus and David Savard. Um, you got it. The two guys who didn't win the cup, the two guys on the roster that did not win the cup the year before have the impact. So if you don't think there's other things going on in, around here, I, I I heard you talking because you're doing a heck of a job uh, filling in for Mitch and uh uh, we wish Mitch the best and safety and stuff like this, and hopefully he gets back over home soon and stuff. But until then, uh, you could tell uh, Uncle Mitch. So we got the fort. It's locked down with some solid people. But you were talking about uh, when we were younger and Generation Xers, um, as far as we space. What was space, bro? Like we yeah. we didn't. That wasn't a big thing. And and I I was remember we used to watch. Remember in school and unfortunately with the. The one, um, the Challenger space shuttle that a lot of kids watched live when when that accident happened. But, you know, you've seen one, you've seen them all. I think the landings of them and stuff. And it's just sort of the way that things evolved, right? The, the way that the things in the games and everything isn't isn't the same way. But, uh, you know, as far as uh, you, got, you, got, you got individuals putting themselves into space. Like, like this is stuff that that was in comic books or on the Jetsons or stuff like that, cartoons when we were kids. So, as far as uh, the the evolution of everything, the way that things work out, the way that they play out, I'm just I'm just glad that we're not talking about a game six because I think you know that that would have been pretty uh, ugly. I just wonder if Canada would have opened up inside, right inside yeah. Montreal stadium yeah. but but you brought up a good point when we talked earlier what's this mean for montreal moving forward right because how do you at the end of the year because guys at, at the end of every year you're going to go into your coach's office or your general manager's office and you're going to do a year in review what's the year in review uh, from sean belieging for the montreal canadians it's it's two seasons i mean it really is they they Mac, I remember you mocking me early in the season because I mean they they came flying out of the gate and they were they were phenomenal like the first month of the year, and then they were like I don't even think bad's the word you can use they they were terrible I mean many many nights they were terrible, but something clicked with the team and and I think what they got at least in my opinion Mac and you tell me if you disagree. 
the first three games of the of, of the Stanley Cup final was a a master's course in how to win a championship. Okay, you think you gave enough? You haven't seen anything yet. This is next level stuff. And so the last two games of the series were, were certainly more competitive. Uh, you know, the Habs took game four of Montreal to stave off elimination. And, uh, you know, game five was anybody's game. It really was with those two teams. But I think they got a chance to see what it takes to win. And, and Mac, back when we were kids, I love the story uh, that, that Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier told about how when they, they finally made it to the Stanley Cup Finals in 1983 and they were going to go be gracious losers and, and walk down the hallway, even though it pained them to do so, and congratulate the celebrating New York Islanders on their fourth Stanley Cup in a row. And they said they walked in the room and they saw a bunch of dudes with ice packs on their heads and on their legs and getting their treatment. And were they celebrating? Of course they were. But these guys... They saw what it takes to pay the price to win the Stanley Cup, and I, I think they got a master's course in that this year. So they'll, they'll be better for it moving forward. Well, they will, but now they got expectations, you know, yep, on them it. on them moving forward. But you know, it's it's such a great thing, such a great sport, greatest trophy in hockey. And now we're going to see some pictures. And here's the thing: what I tell everybody is, in, within this next week, so the night they won for like a week over, especially over this weekend, this is when you're going to get the Ovi and the fountain pictures and the guys going yeah. out. I can't wait to have them. Hopefully, have that big boat parade again. And I heard uh, who was it on the jet ski last year? Well, it was Kalorn. Yeah. And and to speak about this, you want to talk about? That's what I wanted to hit before we hit the break. What paying the price, Alex Kalorn? Who to me elevated his game in the in this playoffs the as as a whole much not you don't look at the scoring like a Johan Franzen but as taking over and a guy that can take over the game well he had a broken he had a rod because he broke his fibula blocking his shot right that he had a rod put in just in case so he could play game six and that's just hockey mentality so um congratulations to tampa bay but it just lets us know here red wing wing wheel nation we are on our way on our way in doubt we're going to talk a little bit nba we're going to recap the rocket mortgage classic that eric dorch thankfully did not jinx anybody and was not on the golf course for the playoffs so that's why uh cam smith won but uh thanks for joining us here AM 760 WJR. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday night, the Darren McCarty Show. Uh, just congratulating Tampa Bay, telling you people it's not a matter of when, but when. And if you get a chance to go on Twitter and look up uh, the compilation of the celebration put together, that gets me every time. I love celebrations. My my favorite thing is is the last strike or the lot the buzzer or whatever to see how guys react you know like you saw that one um if you watch the finals vasilevsky because it wasn't 
a mad scramble. He was able to take his mask off, and McDonough was right there, first one of the goalies. So little things like that. That always gives me, that always gives me chills. Whether it's baseball oh, Mac, or anything like that. Mac, you're too modest to say it, but one of my favorite commercials was the "Without Words" mm. commercial that the NHL put out that yeah. you played a very prominent role in. I got it. That now, is yeah. one of my favorite commercials ever. Like, and I'm with you. If you guys call me. A wuss, call me whatever you want. You see those commercials, and, and honestly, it's like I get punched right in my feels. Every time I see those commercials, it's it's amazing. Wow, those feels are really small, too, so that's got to be an accurate punch. But uh, <laughs> speaking of punch, the Phoenix Suns uh, punched Giannis. And, well, actually, I'm just going to say Giannis because he has nobody helping him. Um, doing the best that he can. 42 points last night, a 10-point loss. But this Phoenix team and Chris Paul and Devin Booker and Jay Crowder and you go down the list. Uh, Bridges is there too. Um, you know, this Aiden, is a good the center team. is playing great. DeAndre Ayton, which if you saw Monty Williams, who's the coach, and this is where coaching comes in, is where he pretty much they had a break in the action yesterday and they showed the replay. Monty just telling DeAndre, you've risen, you've raised the bar for yourself. Now go out and you've done that, like giving him the confidence. And it goes to show you, it doesn't matter what age, whatever else, it's about motivating. And, you know, some guys, you got to get in their grill, right? Like I use this example, um, like Brendan Shanahan. If Scotty wanted to get under his skin, he'd make him go Irish. He'd piss him off. You could piss Shanny off, and he's better. The madder he gets, and the more focused he gets. It's funny, but then Sergey, you'd have, you know, you might tell. So the more you told Sergey, hey, Serge, we need you, which is crazy. One of the best players ever to play the game. If you understood that, when you thought he was slacking, it wasn't he was slacking. Is this that there's so he thought there's so many other guys around, right? That. They didn't need us, but we'd be like, no, Sergey, uh, come on, man, we need you. And, and that's w- one of those more things. So, again, it's sort of motivation, but, man, what a disappointment for especially Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton as sort of being the support system for Giannis. And, um, man, that that Phoenix Suns dude in four in the other series that got the fight in the stands, he might be right in the finals too, Sean. What do you, do you think the Bucks, uh have have an answer for this Phoenix team? You know what? I, I mean, I liked Phoenix overall. I, it's so hard to, to call sweeps in series, especially at this point in time. You know, uh, Milwaukee's there for a reason. Yeah, just like the Habs were there for a reason. You know, oh, this is a – you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they, they win a game, but I, I think that's going to be it. I'm happy for a guy like Chris Paul, and I don't know where I saw it the other night, uh, Mac, but, you know, here's a guy that's grinded it out, you know, forever – and and I, I think I think whoever tweeted this out said, "Is Chris Paul the greatest thirty-six-year-old player we've ever seen?" And it's look when you're this close and you've played this long, okay, you're gonna find another gear. You just are. I mean that's that's the way it is. I mean, how many times have you seen that in in other sports? So this is a guy. Is he the same guy that he was five years ago? No. But I'll tell you what. He's looked like that guy and then some during this run. And I love to see things like that. Mac, again, here here, here we go with the feels. I like seeing that guy who's just been a, a consummate pro having an opportunity 
to lift that trophy above his head. As much as I hated it, going back to 89, it was great to see Lanny McDonald lift the Stanley Cup over his head. And, you know, Chris Paul's a guy that he's been around forever. Uh, He's been a part of some really crap teams in the past, but uh, he's playing some outstanding basketball at the right time and a big reason why uh, the Suns, in all likelihood, are going to win this series. Yeah, no doubt so. Oh, I, and for me, it's like Chris Paul has always kind of defied the odds. Comes in the NBA, you're too short to play in the NBA. Prove them wrong. Like you said, play on some bad teams. Played on a great team in uh, L.A. with the Clippers with Lob City. So to see him get it would be phenomenal. But I want to ask both of you because you mentioned, you know, the Greek freak. Is this series look any different if Giannis is 100%? Because we all know he's not 100%. He's still playing no, great. No. But does this look any different if you get 100% Giannis? No, because if you need... It's not an individual. You're playing one on five, so you need your other guys no matter what. Now, you know the question, the question which is sounds ridiculous, but might be more true if you look at the history because you look at the way they that Milwaukee played in games five and six that beat Atlanta without Giannis. Are they a better team without him? And it's not a, are they a better team because just like statistically, you look at when Giannis, I know game one, when he was in there, he was plus one. When he was out, he got they got crushed. So you can't do it yourself in a team sport only so much, especially, right, when the leader on the other team has got his last kick at the can and he's got every young kid and every veteran and every guy is bought in. You can't watch that Phoenix team and not say they're all in it together. The way that ball moves around, their ball movement is crazy. And then the fact that they got a guy under the hoop in DeAndre Ayton, former first overall pick, Arizona, that's got the wingspan almost to Giannis's, if not the second second biggest one in the league. So it's all about execution. It's all about support. And it comes down to the best quote that I saw on Twitter about Chris Middleton. He's the most consistent, inconsistent player in the NBA. <laughs> and I thought that was brilliant. That's and that great, was a little a bit negative. Line. So I, I want to get back on a positive note. And there's a great way on a Friday night, the Darren McCarty show that I know how to do it. And yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello to my friend, Greg from Shelby. What up, Greg? Warriors. Warriors. You are the master of destiny, the center of light. Your future is waiting, so fight the good fight. Hit me. Hey, hey, D-Mac, thanks, you guys. Um, Hey, I am so proud of you. I was watching that game, and I'm thinking about my D-Mac, and I'm going, wow, that game is so fast in such precision that my friend D-Mac was so good at that game, and I'm just going, whoa. I'm just sitting there exciting because it, uh, hockey, it, it can turn on a dime, and it's so fast, and it's just the, the shots, and it's just, and I'm thinking, whoa, D-Mac. Like I said, you've got to be proud when you look into the heavens and the stars because you are one of the best athletes to ever come out of uh, uh, the L- Detroit Leamington. sports. Leamington. Yes, Leamington, yeah, buddy. Leamington, and and uh, I just am so proud of you. Mr. Positive loves you and uh, and Shawnee B and Eric Dorch and uh, the crew, the all-star crew. Don't forget and, Brandon uh, Blake. He always answers uh, Brandon the phone, Blake, bro. Brandon Blake. Yes. Um, uh, real quick, Tampa dominated that uh, hockey game with the uh, 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 Canadians. And it looks like, you guys, Phoenix is a great team. And, yes, if uh, uh, Greek the Freak was a little bit healthier – Phoenix would have a bigger problem, but 
Um, it looks like Phoenix all the way. Is Mr. Positive saying Suns in four? I am going to say, no, I'm going to go Sun. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Suns in four. Suns in four. four. All right, you heard it here. That's Mr. Positive. Appreciate you, Greg. You have a great weekend, brother. And, um, yeah, what reminded me, the, to Greg's point, is all the little things. And to the point of a one nothing game in hockey can be one of the most exciting games you'll ever see. And, and you know, if you watch that game, I, I give him credit because, you know, I've done an interview with Joe Smith and the Athletic and everything, uh, asking about the third line of Tampa Bay and Gord, uh, uh, Coleman, and Goudreau. Uh, you know, for they're, they're, they are as effective in a, in a different way in a 2021 version, but like the grind line. And you saw, I don't know if you watched this, but Barkley Goudreau brought about four shots in the, past, in the last 10 minutes, um, and a couple were from Shea Weber. And uh, that's what it takes to win. And that's what it takes to win anyways. So, um, guys, when we come back, uh, friend of the show, Mr. Rick Thompson, uh, Michigan Cannabis Business Group, obviously board member of Michigan Normal. He's going to update us on what's going on in the uh, cannabis world because it's all about accountability and uh, the power of the people. So thanks for joining us here on this Friday night. Darren McCarty Show, AM 760 WJR. Well, if anybody knows me, they know the they know the truth. It's out there. All you have to do is Google me. Half the stuff ain't true. Anyways, I'm just kidding. But the truth part is, is that cannabis did save my life, and through the caregiver program of this great state, uh, I am now have the Darren McCarty brand that I ship CBD roll-ons uh, throughout the world, and have been able to. Get into the cannabis business, which uh, I'm very grateful for. I always say two things. Get educated, get medicated, and don't tell me what, tell me who. And the best part about that is my who's can be yours, too. Speaking of one of them, you've heard from before, Mr. Rick Thompson, the co-host of Jazz Cabbage Cafe, which if you want to be informed about what's going on in Michigan cannabis, Thursday afternoons between 4 and 6 on YouTube, chime right in some of the best minds in in the state of michigan and the best minds in wanting the best for the people of the state of michigan when it comes to giving them an option how are you tonight mr thompson i'm so glad to be one of your who's darren thank you for saying that makes me feel good inside yeah it is too the thing is though that jamie and deb come along with that i put you all in the same who category as far as the education and stuff like that but um no, and it's important because the, the one thing that people have to know is look at Rick, Rick Thompson, reach out to Rick Thompson, have a conversation. He's not here to argue, but what do you mean by that? And he can answer some of the questions you might have that I don't have for him. But the question I have for you first, Rick, is last time we were on, we were talking about the caregiver program and the no change to the laws. And obviously uh, the, um, what is it, Congress? I don't, whatever, the judging body's out until September. But where are we at as far as um, people information and give people a little update on where that no pledge uh, has gone so far? Well, the caregivers are under attack in Michigan. It's true. A, a powerful lobbying group called the Michigan Cannabis Manufacturers Association, they've asked lawmakers to take away 80% of caregiver cultivation rights and cut back patient cultivation rights by 75%. 
They also want caregivers and their 12 little plants to be treated just like 12,000 plant commercial multi-state operators in terms of tracking and testing. But caregivers are fighting back, Darren. The lobbying group's been boycotted. They've been outed. People have pledged to not support their proposed changes. More than 250 businesses have taken a, a hashtag no changes pledge to encourage lawmakers to not introduce these type of bills. But the organization is going to be protested on the steps of the Michigan Capitol building on September 15th. They have to be there before noon. Now, the legislature is on summer break right now until September 9th. So this protest is going to hit them at a time when the bad people are going to be asking lawmakers to introduce bills affecting our laws. So show up and show support, because I know Darren believes in caregivers. No, absolutely true. And, and it reminds me of, you know, the same thing as uh, when it was the let them play and stuff like that. And uh, to show up and show in force. And it's about, you know, having the option and the people in Michigan have made the made the choices. Now, can you um, give people um, a background on what's going on in Ypsilanti Township with uh, one of the caregivers, 80 uh, year old, I believe, uh, Judith Pontius? Um, uh, sure. Give us uh, what's going on there. Yeah, Darren, it's a sad story, too. You know, Judith Pontius is an 80-year-old woman living in Ypsilanti Township. She's a registered medical marijuana patient. She's also a caregiver for several other patients. And as such, she cultivates cannabis in her home. Back when she was a rebellious 75-year-old in 2016, township officials made a questionable compliance check of that grow operation. And as a result, they started legal action against her for violating their local ordinance. Now, back in 2016 and 2017, the local courts agreed with us and with Judith that her actions were protected under the MMMA, the Medical Marijuana Act, but the township challenged that. Her case was put on hold while another similar case climbed through the legal process, and unfortunately, we got a bad decision in that case, which is called People v. DeRuder. As a result, the courts, which once agreed with Judith, now find her guilty, even though the facts of the case have not changed. Her options are slim to none at this point, except to keep fighting the township and prove to them that they're making a big mistake by treating their citizens so badly. Now, on September 14th, Judith will be in Washtenaw County Circuit Court with her legal team, Cannabis Legal Group from Royal Oak. Now, they'll have a show-cause hearing in front of Judge Conkey. Her attorney, Martin Morris, told me it would be great to have public support for her at that meeting. But also, on July 20th, the Ypsilanti Township Council meets again at 7 p.m. sharp. Some advocates are going to use that public comment portion of the meeting to address Judith's case, even though she's not on the agenda. I love that. So, you know what? The, these are all the things, and obviously it's it's about the people in this state knowing what's going on, uh, knowing that we have a choice, knowing it's something that's, it's voted in. To me, it's it's about accountability and what's right is right and wrong is wrong. Um, there's a big hash bash um, event uh, going on in Ann Arbor this weekend. Have you been there already today? Did you make your way out there? Are you going this weekend? No, I'm from Flint, so it's a little bit of a hike. I'm going to spend almost all Saturday there, so I decided to just do one day this year. Okay, well, that, you know what? Look at the balance you're showing there, Mr. Thompson. Anything else that the people should know, or where can they go to find out information on their own? Because this is is important, because this is chosen by the people, voted on by the people. We know here, um, as far as you know, economics and stuff, what cannabis has done and, and how... 
much that I'm not the only one. I'm just one that happened to be that you saw me play hockey a lot and you know what I did to my body. And it's people like Rick, uh, people like at these events. It's, I can't encourage people to get educated a little bit more because it's about your option. Where can people go to find you, Rick, uh, for more information? Well, of course, you can look up Jazz Cabbage Cafe, which is on uh, Facebook as well as YouTube. It's on Pandora and Alexa and all the different podcasting sites. You can find my journalism and my opinions available on thesocialrevolution.org. And I'm also the Michigan correspondent for the pro-cannabis media television channel on Roku TV. So you can check me every Friday on that broadcast. I love it, buddy. I appreciate you on such short notice, and uh, I look forward to uh, talking to you, but uh, I'll talk to you before then because I will plan on being there uh, on the 14th for Judith. So um, we've got to show, show up and show out. So as always, Rick, I appreciate your uh, compassion, your knowledge, and, uh, you know, uh, the one other thing is that uh, people out there, you got to live like the plant, patient, and resilient. Thanks, Rick, for joining us here on the Friday. Have a great weekend, and maybe I'll run into you tomorrow. Thanks, Darren and Sean. Take care now. You bet. Sean, what did you uh, – and this is always always great because um, bringing – like, can you believe all this absolute BS going on around? And I know because I know every time I bring on a cannabis guest, it, it educates you a lot of the things because of what we talk about yeah. off the air and stuff like this. But do you believe that BS is going on? For for yeah, the, the eighty year old that is is doing something that is by the by the book by the laws that were made and just because somebody, I don't know, somebody's got a different agenda or, or doesn't understand, um, that that's the stuff that makes me really really upset. I don't understand it, you know, and 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 I think one of the things in our business, Mac, like when when you guys are talking. Uh, you know what? There, there's a time to talk in our business and there's a time to listen in our business. And I think that is the same for life. I mean, this is this is in your lane. So I, I sit back and listen to that. I, I, I have a very difficult time trying to figure out what what you're trying to accomplish when you're doing something like that. I mean, you know, I think, unfortunately, we've all had people in our lives that have gone through something just terrible and and quite frankly, if that's helping them cope, what what am I missing? Well, here's what, the, I, I honestly, you, Mac, what am I missing? You know what I hate, Sean, right? And we've all lived through this COVID pandemic and everything else, right? We've we've all been here, and it's about the option, and it's about the science. How many times did you hear? Let the science speak. Let the science speak. Well, we got. We got hundreds of years of science. We got, or even the last of this plant. So the science has spoken, and we we have to stand behind it. Uh, you know, as people of Michigan, the one thing that I'm always most proud of being Michigan's favorite stepson. That's I gave myself that tag, anyways. Um, is because um, if it's right, it's right. And we're not afraid to get in front of it. We're not we're not waiting for another state to make the decisions. We look at the issues and we say, well, what's the truth? What's right and right? What's wrong and wrong? You know, roll your sleeves up. Do what's right for your neighbor. Show some compassion, stuff like that. So I thank Rick Thompson. I thank you out there. Um, hopefully uh, you you found some education in that. Look at uh, just Google Rick Thompson or look up Jazz Cabbage Cafe. When we come back here, final segment of the Darren McCarty Show on this Friday night, we're going to talk a little gorf. 
And obviously, obvious, obviously, what's on the barbecue and in the microwave? When we come back here, Darren McCarty Show, AM 760, WJR. All right. Thanks again for joining us here on this Friday night, getting in. I hope everybody, the weather's supposed to be nice. Uh, oh, Sean, speaking of that before, did you lose power over in your side um, of town? You know, I had to uh, listen to game five of the Stanley Cup finals, Mac. Uh, we Our power went out, but it came back on, but our Wi-Fi was out. So I literally listened to the entire game five. Uh, the clinching game, uh, sitting in my truck in my driveway on uh, on the radio. So, yeah, it, Mac, it was it was insane. I mean, this the wind that blew through my area was I it it bent the trees like at a ninety degree angle. It was crazy. George, you said you watched a tree fall. Yeah, my mom lives in Farmington, which is apparently a disaster area. But yeah, I was driving down a side road to get to her house, and about you know ten feet in front of me, I watched a tree just fall across the road it was it got really really bad there for a few minutes no that's crazy man it, it, it was bad what about you b was it uh bad over in your area no not really i didn't i live over like up in clinton township and it wasn't bad at all i mean hall road's always a mess but that's just normal you know well you know where it was a mess but they did a heck of a job and i don't know if anybody gave them out any helmet stickers or not but i want to give the grounds crew at detroit golf club for what oh. they did uh, with that golf course and got it into shape because that thing uh, can take some water <laughs> to it. And Eric, did Aaron say as far as was there any talks? Because uh, Eric's um, wife is the, uh, uh, the female pro there. And, and did she come home and say maybe on the Monday or Tuesday or Sunday and just say the course was... The course was garbage, or how are they going to do this, or how bad was it? Uh, she, yeah, I don't think they were ever super, super afraid about it. She thought maybe that they'd, you know, have to start a little later on Thursday. But overall, I mean, yeah, like you said, credit to that grounds crew. They, I, I saw some of the pictures and video of what it looked like uh, that first day, and they they had lakes there that they never had before. It was it was pretty bad, but for the most part, I think they were they were pretty confident they could get it off and all that. And I think. She, I think everybody at DGC is just happy that it's 360 days before we have to do it again. Right well, now. and and here's the thing, because shout out to everybody, you know, Jay Farmer, everybody that from Rocket Mortgage and what it done, because it's it's shone such a great spotlight, you know, to the state to the state and stuff like that, and you know, five hole playoff, because kid getting his first win. I mean, th- those are all things that end to happen right here in the heart of Detroit. That's some that's something special, and uh, we uh, all of us out there who are in the Metro Detroit golfers, and obviously uh, know we talked about the you know the Phil episode, but we were talking earlier. Did Sean? Did you catch uh, any of the big match, the Capital One, uh, DeChambeau Rogers versus Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson? Did you watch that at all? Loved it, and I. I'll tell you, Mac. I wish we could find a way to put golf on in prime time. I, I do. I, I wish we could. I wish we could find a way because I, I I think it would be a a far greater 
ratings bonanza than anybody anybody gives it credit for. But you know what the key was? The way they did it. No caddies, own carts, videoed up. with the, the, So it's got to be sort of like the exhibition. It reminds me of, remember those old uh, Wonderful World of Golf? The Shells, Shells Wonderful, Wonderful World of, World of, of Golf. I used to watch those that, all the time. Or Bob Hope used to put those things on because it was entertaining. And, and for me, <laughs> the one that got me, and I, and I love this, and it's a covert your old um, chirp is when Phil's it's like 280 so it plays like 240 and he walks up there with with a wood and Aaron Rodgers says to him he goes hey Phil is that nine wood and Phil with that nine wood which is like backhand slapping him you know and then Phil turns over and says, I do have a lot of head covers don't I I mean it's 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 totally the 50 year old and I, I know that because I'm I'm close to that age and I wouldn't Mind, you know, if the it, nine wood goes near the hole, let's use it. Absolutely. What I want to ask you, though, because you're, you're uh, you know, I know Sean, you know, follows golf and all that, but you and I are the golfers of the group, I guess to say. The, all those carts they drive, they're custom and all that, and then they auction them off for charity. If the right person played, like someone you're actually, like, I guess Bryson, would you, would you actually bid on a cart like that? Like a customed oh, yeah, out like Bryson DeChambeau had, cart. If if it was like, oh yeah, that would be that would be something. If you're saying like a a golf cart to something to put money, like it's something that I'd use, something that I'd like to have. We were mentioning it, you you laugh Bryson DeChambeau because Sean, did you see Rory McIlroy over the Scottish Open standing there on the tee box and some dude walks by and just starts taking clubs out of his bag? Did, yes. Did you see that? Hey, and you know yes, what I said? You yes. know, you know how you know those guys were golfers and not hockey players, because if those were hockey players standing there, even around a bag of golf, all three of them would have jumped and jumped the guy, got the club back, and asked questions later, not looking <laughs> for anything else like that. But um, well, I yeah, said it's a good I, thing it didn't happen at the Rocket Mortgage because it would have been the headline for the Detroit News would have been Darren McCarty oh. jumps guy for taking <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau's eight iron. Here, we were we were having this conversation between break and and it was really let go and. And Dorch said, well, what if it was Bryson DeChambeau's bag? And I'm like, I, I, I got all like tense. Don't touch my – only I'm allowed to, with the one-lane clubs. Him and I are the smartest. But, yeah, I, if I was there, oh, de- definitely Dorch. Especially if he wouldn't have touched my clubs. Mine don't work. But he touched his, like, a pro's clubs and I was standing there. Oh, did it, it, did it, it. We're making Sports Center. Faux show. Well, Bryson needs a caddy. Maybe you should you know, you be his my, protector I, and caddy. I put, it, I put it in. He can't pay the nut. Can't pay the night. He's got to figure like he's got to win at least five times to be able to afford me. So, I mean, that's all it is. Anyways, most important part of the show before we go, what's on the barbecue? Shawnee B, what do we got this weekend, bud? You know what? I'm susceptible this weekend. I'm telling you that the kids wanted. I, I go and get like the National Coney Island homemade chili, and they wanted me to grill some dogs and make some homemade grilled coney dogs so i don't know if it's officially a coney dog but i put them on the grill and i i put that you know coney island sauce on there and everything that's what the kids wanted this this weekend and i spoil my kids so that's what we're going with that sounds good dorchy are you here all weekend i'm here all weekend whoa, 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 oh yeah well, then what, what 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 what's in the microwave in the microwave lots of different things this week oh, i wow. uh i went with the uh we talked about it a couple weeks ago i went with the devours mac and cheese thing that's always a good one uh got some hot pockets and then uh just to you know to not 
gained so much weight. I brought a nice giant salad that I'll just pick at to you know Smart. watch watch my my figure because we all know my looks are all I have going for me. So have some well, kale. you said because you weren't really impressed, you played golf today and that you weren't really happy. Is that it? You're just looking to get a little bit more turn or yeah, yeah. I, I'm not That's, rotating as much. I'm leaving rotating. it out to the right, so I need to need to slim like slim down just a little bit. Might take on the Bryson DeChambeau diet for a couple weeks. You got anything going on this weekend there, B? Yeah, I got a pretty big weekend ahead of me. I'm uh, Luckily, she doesn't listen to the radio, but I'm proposing to my girlfriend tomorrow. So wow. I got a big thing planned Aww. out, and I'm proposing. Here. So we've been together for almost six years, so it was probably about together, time. And, you know, I, I, I was cutting a video, Sean, and I, I said to Amanda, I said, Amanda, you better tell my boy Brandon that you say yes. <laughs> She's going to be looking and going, who the hell is Brandon? But so The whatever. man she never knew the she wanted. She never knew she knew <laughs> that she wanted. She knew. So there you go. See, I did you, I did you a favor already. Even though, Perfect. so you're excited. That means we're excited, dude. That's that's awesome. You'll have to uh, definitely let us know next week. Uh, how surprised? Definitely. Do you got a uh, like a covert? Are you, how are you doing? Have you thought this out? Yeah, as far as I, I've put more planning into this than I've ever put into anything. Any in my show? Life. I know any show we've done. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that's great to know that you're. So you're this is where you're focused. I'm producing the nice. engagement. Yes. I knew we were doing this. So, are you going to her spot or? So, I'm. She lives. Her hometown is on the water. So there's like a pier there. And I'm having her best friend bring her there. And uh, so it's just going to be like me and her proposing. And then after the fact, we're, I got a little party planned out. And sound like we're going to celebrate. Sounds yeah, like a soiree. <laughs> yeah, a couple people. Are we invited? I love it. Uh, well, your invite's still in the mail. <laughs> just like the barbecue. For two now, no, Blake. Exactly. Well, at least it's consistent if he get it's going to the same address, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Look, when you find them, there's going to be a stack. <laughs> Can I ask what address you guys have for me, just so I know? Yeah. Not on the radio. We can't put that info out there. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to tell anybody out. Anyways, guys, I appreciate you. I hope everybody out there has a great weekend. Go Tigers. Get ready. Go watch the show dog next week in the All-Star game. But uh, for Brandon Blake, Eric Dortch, Sean Belize, this is Darren McCarty, and I hope you have a great weekend. See you next Friday. We go.